Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. I hope you guys have had an awesome week. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Play 1, Play 2, kind of the history, some thoughts around it. Uh, I don't really have anything specific that I'm trying to communicate, but over it. MLM Training Club at MLMTrainingClub.com uh, or on our Facebook, our private Facebook group for MLM Training Club members. There's been a lot of discussion about Play 1, Play 2, and it's honestly, it's just been a battle for me uh, emotionally because uh, it's just, I've been, I've been extremely torn. I didn't know I wanted to do some type of response, reply. Uh, I was trying to wait until I felt like I had clear direction on what I could do, and that's really the issue. It's not what I what I could do, what I have time to do, um, what needs to be done. Uh, Dale, do you have? Can you find the time to do what needs to be done? And it's just right now. No, I mean I can't. I, I've got way too many other things going on, and. It's really not my responsibility. Uh, I am extremely obligated to MLM Training Club members. I try to be as responsive as possible. I try to help every way and support every way we possibly can. Uh, but what some people, I think, expect me to do, I just, I, I'm not going to be able to do. And uh, so I wanted to do this podcast to make sure all the training club members had the opportunity to listen to it and then the rest of you guys as well around the world and just talk a little bit more about Play 1, Play 2 because any of you have heard anything that we teach, it's a very, very, very important part of building a team. And, and I tell you what, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If you're involved in a company that does not provide a overview online for you to send people to then and they've been around for six months then I would if it I would I, first of all I would have never gotten involved with them but again I, I'm talking from 35 years experience or whatever in this profession but I would really question their long-term vision for what they're trying to do. I would really question it. And I don't know what leader in the company, but somebody needs to, uh, you know, I'm sitting here looking at my two-by-four, but somebody needs to be slapped with the two-by-four and woke up 
if they sincerely are trying to build a real business with a real long-term uh, opportunity for their distributors. Because in my mind, in today's marketing world, it's the obligation of the company to provide a solid, well-thought-out, play-one, play-two for their teams, for their distributor base, for their partners. It, 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 should, it just should be done. Now, I'm going to tell you why it's not. I'll, I'll tell you exactly why it's not. And it's the same reason why many of the ones that are being produced for distributors just stink up the place. They're terrible. They're terrible. Uh, they're never going to get any results with what they've put out there. It's just the numbers are going to be so small. It's just all you're going to do is waste clicks and traffic to those lead capture pages because some of them are just, they're just, they're just terrible. And here's why. Let me just kind of give you the big picture and then I'm going to try to come back and share a little bit. I'm not going to take a lot of time today. I hope not. But it's just something I needed to get out of my system just so I felt like I've done something to try to provide a little bit of direction and support, especially to MM training club members. Uh, but here's the deal. The reason they're so lousy is because they're talking to not the career-frustrated individual. They're talking to other network marketers. They're, talking, they're using a lot of terminology that the career-frustrated person, she's been in corporate America for 17 years, she's ready to have her own business and do her own thing, and she loves the concept of being able to build a team and, and to be able to create residual income from the duplication of that team. And she's a business-minded person that's looking at the network marketing business model. And, and she gets on a play one overview or play two overview. And there's a lot of jargon and terms being used and hype and things that just don't make sense to a business-minded person. And so, so she doesn't join. She ends up doing some other business model. And the reason is because everything, not everything, there's some really, really good companies out there that get this and understand it and have created play ones, play twos for the career frustrated person who's never been involved in this industry. However, I would say you know, probably five years ago, it was like I couldn't believe that 20% of the companies that are starting, 20% didn't even have Play One, Play Twos available for their for their distributor organization. Now it's it's more like it's more like 50, 60% don't have Play Ones, Play Twos for their distributor organization. It's like what what are people thinking? Well, what they're thinking is. All we've done, as I've said many times on many different podcasts, but all this industry has really accomplished over the last 15, 20 years is recruit each other. Laundering money among friends. That's all that's really happened. There was a time when this industry was really admired from afar by many, many business-minded people. 
to understand the discipline, the focus, uh, the unity that it takes to build duplicating teams. But when you start a company and you well go get your people and then they go get their people and then they go get a couple people that they used to have and then those people don't have anybody and all that plays out in six months and then everybody starts all over again, which again, I've talked about this multiple times. And that's the culture that that become mainstream and you and you're not thinking about trying to help somebody the lady that's been in corporate America 17 years and career frustrated and you're thinking just about recruiting each other then well why do you need to play one go you go get your people you've been doing this 15 years you know every you know what to do go do it and you know they try to take shortcuts by not providing it or if they do it's a webinar that's geared 100% towards uh, the network marketing junkies of the world. So that's the state in which we're in. So how do we? How do you? And really, it's the people listening to this podcast, MLM training club members. How do how do you combat that? Because I, you know, some people say, "Dale, I know they they just don't have their act together at all." But I love the product. I've heard that a thousand times in the last couple years. So let's just look at the history of play one, play two. And but before we do, there's a paradigm, a mindset, an understanding that you need to understand and really understand at a deep level because it'll help kind of pull all this together hopefully for you. Here's why network marketing is di- is different. See, I can go out and buy a Subway franchise and uh, find my shop and set it up in a strip mall and or wherever I want to set it up. And I have the opportunity and the right to use their official bags and wraps and napkins and their official tools. And... I, I have the right to sell their recipes or sell their sandwiches. I have the right to market the Subway products, the Subway sandwiches. And that's pretty much any franchise, any distributorship. Um, was contacting a company uh, in Japan about a particular product that we wanted to add to one of our other e-commerce sites. And, you know, so I, I get the right to market their, their line. It's, they have 11 products. So it gives me the opportunity to market their line as a distributor, as a reseller. Uh, that's the way most business works. And it's powerful. It's great because you don't have to create a product yourself. You can go out, become a distributor, market the product. Uh, you know, I can start Dale's Sub Sandwiches, but I'm probably better off going with Subway than Dale's Subway Sandwiches. You know, because with a franchise, not necessarily a distributorship, but if, as a franchise, you're paying for the systems. You're paying for the processes, the procedures, uh, 
the whole process from the time that customer comes in the door. You're, you're learning those systems, and that's what you're really paying for. So you can sell a lot of the sandwiches, hopefully, and make a profit. Network marketing is different, but because it gives people like me and you, doesn't matter what our background is, what our experience is, we don't have to go to Hamburger University like owners of McDonald's do. Anybody can join a company and they have the opportunity to market their products. Most companies we can join and get started with for less than $500, not $50,000 or $150,000 or a quarter of a million like it would cost us to start a franchise. But not only do we, this is important, this is the paradigm. Not only do we have the opportunity to market their products, we also have the opportunity to market the business opportunity. See, I can put a Subway franchise down the road here in a strip mall, but I can't go the next county or over, find another location in another strip mall and start another Subway unless I pay another big franchise fee. I do not have the opportunity to market their business, only their products. Only their products. So network marketing is very unique from that perspective because it gives individuals the right to not just market their product, but also their business opportunity. Network marketing is about a lot of people doing a little bit. And what I mean by that is with most companies, it depends on what your monthly qualifications are to receive your bonuses and your overrides. And I'll go back to my Shackley days because there's nothing as big today as it was back then. But back then, you know, to maintain my direct distributorship, my supervisorship, uh, to deal directly with the company, uh, I had to, we had to create a business of, that was doing $3,000 a month in product volume. So the goal was to develop enough customers to hit that $3,000 a month in product volume. You know, and I, I wanted to do way more than that. So, uh, you know, my goal was to do 10000 So I figured if I had 100, if I had 1,000 customers that average, you know, uh, 100 or had 1,000 customers, they did $100 a month, then, you know, that's what I wanted to always work towards. So I would be way, way, way beyond the $3,000. I didn't, I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to stay around $3,000. I wanted to have that done, you know, in the first 10 days of the month if possible. So cu creating customers was a real important aspect and part of the business. Uh, and, and once you have your customer base that's doing at least $3,000 a month and you've got your direct distributorship, your franchise, so to speak, and once you develop that customer base, then you find other people in other areas that want to develop their own little franchise, and, and that's what I did. I went into surrounding counties, surrounding areas, eventually surrounding states, and found right people that wanted to run their own home-based business slash, not really, but I call it a franchise, and teach them how to create the customer base every way we did it, how to create customers, uh, how to service those customers, how to create incentive for those customers, 
uh, they, they went on our newsletter list, so we send their customers newsletters and help them build up to where they were independent of us. They could deal directly with the company. They ordered all their product, they took care of their customers, and we drew a 5% royalty on everything that they did from that point forward because we had the opportunity to market not just the product, but also the business. So the power of network marketing is it is it gives everybody the opportunity to create a customer base, you know, have their monthly qualifications covered through their customers, and maybe a little bit more where they make a little bit extra money for maybe advertising or whatever. But you have a, a good customer base, and then the real wealth and the opportunity for financial independence comes because you have the ability to market not just the product but also the business and draw royalties on those other businesses that you teach and set up who have their own customer base. Most businesses today in network marketing, 10, 20 customers is going to cover you pretty easily. And in most cases, you don't need more customers than that. Okay, because again, you, you, you've got two businesses going on here. You've got the opportunity to market the product and also the business. So 10 to 20 customers is all anybody would ever really need. And then it's just marking the business and drawing overrides on other businesses, other franchises that you set up. It's an easy way for me to always, it has been for me to look at it. So that's the way I look at it. And so... Going back, how does this relate to play one, play two? Well, back in the day when we started with Shackley, it was pretty much a play one. If a play two was needed, then we could invite them to a live opportunity meeting overview that we did every week. But basically, back in the day, we, we would set the appointments. My goal was to set 30 appointments a month. I knew if I set 30, I would complete at least 15 if I completed 15 appointments, I knew I was going to enroll five people to my business. So I'm talking about not going out into the marketplace looking for customers because my customer base was already being developed. That was a whole other aspect. But I'm talking about 30 business appointments, showing the business, the at-home business opportunity, complete 15, enroll five. I knew if I could enroll five a month, I could control my financial destiny in this business. And that was the go. That was the game plan. That's all we did. Every Sunday night, I'm calling all my leads. I'm setting up my week. And this is, I'm part-time. You know, I'm setting up two appointments on Monday, two on Tuesday, uh, you know, four on, four on Saturday. You know, that's eight a week. Give me my 30 a month. Complete my 15, sponsor my five. It's just math. It's, it's reversing the math. It's not difficult it's just I mean it's it's not easy but it's not difficult if you understand what you're really trying to accomplish I wanted to accomplish five people a month because I knew I could control my financial destiny but when I sit down I'm showing the business opportunity I'm not talking about the products I'm talking about the business opportunity I already had my customers or I was already an independent supervisor direct distributor with the company so I'm expanding my business. I'm, I'm growing my business. I'm expanding my, my organization from that standpoint. 
So when I went in, I sat down, and it took me about 45 minutes, and I had a pitch book. And I went through, and I started. I found my I found my old check and pitch book the other day. I'm going to do a video with it pretty soon. Um, but I went through the whole thing. It was all customized, personalized. I mean, I showed my Shackley bonus car. I showed the first trip that we went to in San Francisco, and I had pictures of us on stage uh, being award winners. And it was very personalized. I had a picture of my little my first daughter in our office inside one of our buckets that we gave out of household products where people could could try them all for a week. That was one of the promotions we did. But regardless, um, my point being, you could sit down with a pitch book, and if someone had replied to a direct mail or newspaper ad or someone I had met with a three-foot rule and set an appointment with, however that lead was created, at the end, at the end it was like, do you, you know, do you want to start or do you not? You, you know, yes or no. If they needed more information, then we would invite them to our Monday night or Thursday night event, depending upon what year. We did Monday night events for a while, and then we went to Thursday, vice versa. So the pitch book did, did the trick. Then towards the end of, of Shackley for me, when, when I read that more people had VHS videotape players in the United States then didn't when when the market caught up uh, then we made the decision as a team to put away our pitch books and to go 100% to VHS and that made everything quicker and faster because I didn't have to drive two hours to sit down at somebody's kitchen table I could drop them a VHS in the mail and then follow up. So, play one back then was VHS. Did they like what they saw? If they did, then I would invite them to come to an opportunity, a live opportunity overview. So, play one was VHS. Play two was a live opportunity overview. Uh, and that was the way that we did it for many years. VHS shut up and, and here's your training shut up we've looked hand, you got 10 people here you got a prospect you got 50 names to start with 10 of them we're going to expose the business to just give them the VHS and again I'm not going to go through all that training how we got the VHS in people's hands but and then we would follow up and usually we would follow up with the three way and invite them to the live event uh, and it went on that way forever. Then the internet came, and it took a while uh, with streaming. Uh, the, you know, there was video early, but it was choppy, and it was just almost unbearable. But once, you know, YouTube came out, and you could do videos online and, and have them stream from YouTube, and it wasn't near as bad as some of the early ways that we were trying to get video in front of people. Then the obvious online presentation for Play One, the curiosity approach, was, you know, a three to 14, 15 minute Play One, followed by a 30 to minute to an hour Play Two, where 
Play one is to create curiosity. Play two is the entire story. Here's our company. Here's our product. Here's our founders. Here's here's what we're about. Here's how you get paid. Here's our entire product line. You know, here it is. So play one, play two is is what most people are using today. Some people are doing live live opportunity overviews once a week, same night. Some are doing recorded opportunity overviews. Most are doing recorded. But play one, play two today is that's the process. But that the history of it is changed. And it's much different today because when I sit down at somebody's kitchen table and they're looking at me and I'm looking at them, it's a completely different energy than watching online because I don't know if they're paying attention. to If, if they're watching online, how much they paid attention. They say, yeah, I watched it. Uh, you know, but did they really pay attention? Were they just, you know, did they really not watch it? If I'm sitting in front of them, I can, I can tell them, turn off the TV. This is serious. And I can tell that they're watching. And, and I can feel the energy and the aura and the communication. And if they're hearing me or not hearing me, it's a totally different ball game. So when, you, when we went from one-on-one pitch books to online, it made sense because it saved so much time, no travel time involved. Uh, uh, and when we went from VHS, I mean VHS, to online presentations, and you cut out the expense of VHS. You know, because, I mean, we, we, had, we spent a lot of money on VHS, eight VHS tapes, a ton of money, because a lot of them we never got back, but it was just a cost of doing business. And when we could go online and set up lead capture pages fairly inexpensively, uh, you know, obviously we had to find somebody to do it, but play one, play two, and then we had to have the resources. We had to have the videos online that we could access to set up the lead capture pages and the play one, play two pages. So all that's required today, okay? You need that type of play one, play two set up if you want and if you expect your distributors to market and grow their business. Here's another shift of thought. I believe that most companies treat their distributor base like Franchises treat their franchise owners. Sell my product. Sell my product. They they don't even think about at the level that they need to be thinking about helping their distributors market their business because the big money, the money that the career frustrated lady working in corporate America is looking for the big money doesn't come from just selling the products. The big money comes because she has the opportunity to market the business opportunity. And I think there's a big disconnect with a lot of corporate officers and company owners in this profession with what I just communicated. It's because their mindset is sell my meatball subs, sell my turkey sandwiches, sell my products, but the big money comes not from just, yes, everybody create customers. It's required. It's necessary. You have no real business if you don't have real customers. 
And as I've said many times, customers are people that have bought at least three times. If they buy once, they're a suspect. Twice, they're a prospect. Three times, they're a customer. So we believe and we teach. Create a strong, solid customer base. But but if you're going to create wealth, and if you're going to replace your corporate income, then you've got to be able to market the business and create other little franchises, so to speak, uh, that you can draw royalties on. See, McDonald's maintain, they, they don't give individuals the right to market their business. They maintain that right themselves. Yeah, I can have 17 McDonald's, but i got to pay a franchise fee every time I open a new restaurant. That's the power of network marketing. So I've said all that to say this, that, again, we're in a profession where the last 10, 15, 20 years, all the professions really focused on is recruiting each other. And because of that, the absolute need to develop play one, play two systems for your, for your distributor base has, has dropped through the cracks with a lot of companies. Either that or they're just trying to take massive shortcuts and they have no long-term vision of what they're doing. It's one or the other. So, again, as I said earlier, if you're with a company that doesn't have a play one, play two set up for, for you and they've been around more than six months, somebody needs to knock somebody in the head with a two before and wake them up a little bit and say, wait a minute, guys, gals, we got to have something if we're going to reach our full upside potential with this business. We have to have something in place. Still, most don't. And then most of the of the people that have come to us say, yeah, we've got it, but it's lousy. It's just, it's terrible. It's, it's a bunch of hype. It's talking to network marketers. It's not talking to the career frustrated person. So with all that said, uh, we started helping MLM Training Club members only uh, set up Play 1, Play 2s for their opportunity. And when I changed the training club over here a few years ago from, you know, to what we had, what we're doing today, I told, you know, staff, I said, look, I'm not going to, they've been on me. It's like, we got to quit doing this, Dale, because honestly, what we're doing right now today at the time of this recording, and it's like, Dale, you're crazy. If a person is an MLM training club member, and they go in, set up their hosting and their uh, uh, their autoresponder. I, I'm going to say we charge. Maybe forty seven dollars and we will go in. It's less. I think it's less than fifty dollars and we go in and set up uh their play one for them, their lead capture page. Now, I don't do it, obviously, but I have somebody that does it. But I remember my accountant coming in, he said, Dale, every time you set one of these up last year, you lost $71. You lost $71 for every one that you set up. And I said, well, but they're training club members. I'm not doing it for the general public, so it's okay. 
And he said, well, okay. Uh, but, but it's getting to the point where we're not going to be able to do this much longer, even for training club members. And yes, there's some generic things that we've done in the past. Back in, back in the day, we had the free RK set, free RK CD set up. That was good. That was really good. I had a lot of members, but then it got to a point that that site got hacked. And it's like, do I really want to go to the time, energy, effort, and expense to set this back up? Because with that particular website, we were offered a free CD. And again, we had a small monthly fee that did not cover our expenses. But we were mailing out free uh, Perfect Business CDs by Robert Kiyosaki to your prospects who requested it. And it's like... Do I want to go down that route again? And well, I could, but and I could really build that up if I chose to. But my time is better spent doing other things. So, do I really want to go down that route? Well, not really, because uh, CDs are soon going to be extinct. So, I got all this stuff going around in my mind. I've got two or three domains set up for just hundred dollar bill drop cards, and I know I could do real generic. Uh, program around that. There's a lot of things that I could do, and maybe I will do in the future. But right now, at this time, I, I, I cannot justify doing it. I just can't. It makes no sense. Um, you know, I'm justifying the time, energy, and effort that I'm putting into network marketing support services every day, and I love it. Yeah, I love I love the profession. I love what it's meant for me. I understand the personal development. I understand it. I love it. I know it's life-altering. I get testimonies from many people every day, and I appreciate them. So, again, it's a challenge. So I've said all that to say this. If you're going to build a network marketing team, you must have a play one, play two. Or just don't even just don't even attempt it. Because we as a profession have got to get outside of our little niche. The real market is the career frustrated individual. It's not other network marketers. It's the career frustrated person. And we have to have a solid play one, solid play two for those people. If, if you really want to grow and expand and fulfill your upside potential, don't attempt this business without play one, play two. Now, uh, most of you know, with all of our websites, uh, we set them up through a very popular program many of you I know have heard a lot about. It's called ClickFunnels. And if you bite the bullet, which is what I did, I just said, the heck with it. This is the best system out there. I'm going with ClickFunnels. Gives me the most options. Uh, yeah, it costs more than others, but is it worth it? Well, I made that decision a few years ago. You know, we're, we converted every website we had. Uh, if it was 
marketing a product or service wasn't an e-commerce store. But if it was a lead capture page of some type, we built them all up on click files. You know, top MLM training articles, proven MLM scripts.com, top MLM training articles.com, uh, MLM training club.com, and I can go on and on and on. They're all click funnel sites. In any site where a person comes and they put in their name and their email to access a product or a download, we've done through click funnels. And basically, that's what a play one is. You know, here's the overview. You like what you see, put in your name and email, we'll send you information on our Play 2, whatever your Play 2 is. And your Play 2 can be a click button. It can be set up the same way, and at the end, they can join. But I said all that to say this. What should I tell? What should I try to communicate to people? Because I'm getting a lot of questions, and they're deserved. Because I've been all through this, all down this path. Uh, the last several years trying to help people and help people understand the history, the philosophy behind it, how people make decisions, uh, you know, how a career frustrated person looks at this business, what questions you need to answer uh, in your basic overview. You got to create enough curiosity to get them to hear the whole story, which, how you tell the whole story in your play to. I've been way, 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 way down this road with very limited resources available from companies. And when I say that, I mean limited videos available to use in the whole Play 1, Play 2 process. And it's just, and it's not going to get any better. Because, uh, again, in my estimation, about 60% of the companies don't even think about this anymore. And you say, well, Dale, that Play 1, Play 2 is old school. No, Play 1, Play 2 is common sense business. Common sense business for those that aren't into laundering money among friends. It's common sense business. It's no different than if I was looking at a franchise. I would get a prospectus, get an overview, then I would want to hear everything to get my questions answered. It's the same concept, guys. It's, it's real business. It's real business. When people get lazy or they don't want to pursue something the way common sense says it should be pursued, then it's, well, that's old school. No, you're, no, it's real business. It's, it's the way the real business world looks at business. And, and it's how you frame your product, your company, and your opportunity. And it's important. So I said all that to say this. Um, we haven't officially discontinued um, setting up Play 1, Play 2s only for training club members. We haven't officially discontinued that, but it's coming real soon. And when it's no longer available, which will, again, it'll be soon, um, then what 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 would I what am I gonna recommend that people do? And it depends upon your situation. It depends upon how serious you are. It depends upon what your future looks like in your mind five years from now, ten years from now. Are you gonna be building teams? Then here's what I would do. 
uh, I would find a generic domain name. And I say that because things happen. And, you know, if you have the domain myshackleystore.com and you're in Shackley, and then Shackley goes under, or they sell to another company and the company changes the name of the company or any other thing that could happen, then myshackleystore.com is probably not a really good domain if Shackley's no longer around. So, you know, uh, you might have dalespremierbiz.com. Um, you know, and again, I, I, I don't want to get too far in the weeds here. I want to end this up. Here's what I would do. I would find a generic domain name, maybe around your name. You know, you should own your name.com anyway if it's available. And that's fine. And then I would, and I'll put the link for ClickFunnels here in the description below. If you're watching on iTunes or wherever, there'll be a description. I'll be, uh, I'll send you a link. And if you go to ClickFunnels, Here's the good thing about ClickFunnels. It will do anything that you need it to do from an e-commerce standpoint as far as lead generation for the rest, for, for many, many years to come. Okay, that's why we just bit the bullet and went with it, and it will. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great program, and they have great training. And if you decide, I'm going to learn how to set up my own Play 1, Play 2, and you'll go through the ClickFunnel training and video and support that they have, you'll be able to do it. If worse comes to worse, there's hundreds of ClickFunnel experts that can set up whatever you want for you. Now, it's going to cost, and ClickFunnel's a monthly fee. It you know, obviously makes us money. It's worth it. Uh, I think it's the best platform out there that I've seen for setting up lead generation type websites. They also do, if you go, those of you, some of you have been to our uh, local MLMleads.com, and that's an automated webinar where you, people can go in and then they can schedule the time and it, it just, it's automatic. MLMconfessions.com is also on ClickFunnels and it's a, automated webinar as well, which could really, I mean, if you're building a network marketing organization and you've got a good play too, you can set that up on an automated webinar and you can grow and free up some time, energy, and effort. Um, so here's what I'm going to recommend people do until further notice. Bite the bullet, make the investment, and, and here's what really got me thinking about it. But 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 but, but become a ClickFunnels member and learn how to do this yourself, so you aren't relying on anybody else. And you can and you and you have a skill set that you can use and implement the, from now on the rest of your career. And what really got me thinking about this, I was thinking, man, we used to pay wholesale four dollars and twenty cents for a hundred VH. We paid four hundred twenty dollars a month for 100 VHS opportunity overviews that we had done. Uh, 
420, and we went through, you know, some of our people. I mean, we went through cases and cases and cases, our leadership of these every month. And uh, I remember calling a guy to order a thousand or ten cases. He said, What are you guys doing? Are you eating these VHS? He said, Y'all ordering more than anybody? I said, No, we know how to use them. We're making money with them. But regardless, that's really the way I feel about click funnels. If you know, if you're serious and you know how to drive traffic and, and you're willing to get into the marketplace and get your link out there, uh, then make the investment because if worse comes to worse, you still got the you still got the system, you still got your emails, you still got the hosting. You don't even have to have hosting. You can. It, it, it's the way to go if you're serious. If you're really serious. And I would become a member. I would get into the training so you have this skill that will serve you well the rest of your career. Uh, there's things that we might do down the road. Uh, I've got multiple ideas, but for me, it's like everything else. It's just about time. It's just about time. But I want to support you guys every way I possibly can, especially those of you that are members of Training Club. You know, we try to answer all your questions in a timely manner. And uh, we appreciate you guys that are members of the training club, as well as our Network Marketing Leadership Development Academy members. Uh, you know, you're our top dogs. Uh, and, again, it's not something that's not even something that's open to anybody. But everybody can join the training club. Um, but I just needed to address that. I hope this has helped. And, and the most important concept, I guess I really hope that I was able to communicate on this podcast, is if you're going to build a growing, duplicating network marketing team, then a Play One Lead Capture play page with Play Two is required. It's, it's not even an option. If you really want to fulfill your upside potential and if you really have a long-term vision, game plan for what you're doing, and you probably do, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So I hope that helps. Uh, I'll put the links uh, in the description below. You guys have an awesome week. Um, Donna and I uh, just bought another business, and we are getting ready to head to the Dallas area and we're flying into Dallas loading up all the inventory from this business uh, bringing it back to Atlanta we got our storage shed set up uh, but we bought a business so we're getting ready to do that this week this ought to be an adventure so we're looking forward to it it's not the first time we've done it and I don't think it'll be the last uh build it up and sell it that's our goal uh and you know make the most of every day make the most of every day think about what i've said guys think about what i've said you've got to have a way to ex expose your business flip book's not a good idea in today's world vhs are gone dvds are gone Online presentation, give you a good curiosity approach, play one, play two, and if you can add an automated webinar in there, an automated play two, it gets even better. Uh, I would lean in that direction is what I'm recommending. 
training club members to do. Uh, this is Dale Calvert. We appreciate you guys. Talk to you next week on another session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.